Matt, let's talk about the staying in contact follow-up after you haven't signed it up. Yeah. You're walking outside the door. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. What happens next? Yeah, if after all that they go, Matt, we just want to think about it. Some people yeah. do, and I'm cool with that. I say, cool, no sweat at all. Then I'll have a box of chocolates and a card delivered to them within 10 minutes if I can, but within 60 minutes. Yeah. And that card just says, thanks for having me over, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll call them the next morning and say, have any questions popped up overnight? So it's very like unconfronting conversation. Yeah. Sometimes they just say no. No, you covered everything, thanks very much. And I'll sort of get a sense of how they are in that conversation. Sometimes they say, yeah, Matt, we've had to think about it. Can we trim a thousand bucks off the marketing? If they ask something like that, you've got the listing. Okay, so Matt, you are more than happy to continue the process as if you've got the best chance of winning it after walking out oh, yeah. and you haven't got it signed up. For you, sure. You, it's just part of the journey. For sure, because you've got to remember, I want to list business without resistance. Right. So when you do, it always sell well. Um, and then after the next morning, I'll drop a news, two newspapers off with a commitment letter. And the commitment letter says what's in my database, what buyers potentially will match their home. That's elastic banded to the two papers, and that's on their doorstep by about 6, 6 to 6.30 in the morning. Okay, so is that the day that you've called them or the day after? Three-day process. Right. So chocolates, call, commitment letter. Right. And then I'll leave it for a day. Then I'll do another thing called a McGrath difference letter, which I've put together, which reinforces why they should use myself. Okay, so we're talking about... Um, like, I know agents that don't talk to people for weeks after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've... You, you've not only how you, you've talked, but there's some nice things there. There's some nice goodies there. Yeah, there's there are. You know, quality stuff there, uh, newspapers, yeah. like that. What is it, the daily newspaper? Two daily newspapers. Two daily yeah. newspapers. Um, you've had a, a. Do you get on that phone call that you make the next day? Do you get people saying, yeah, look, we thought about it, come over and yeah. let's get it all going? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have a lot of people say to me that we really like that you didn't push us. I have a lot of people saying that, and I want to put that in brackets because you want to do it with street smarts, though. Like, right. Believe me, I push. I'm a bit like the smiling assassin, I guess. Right. I know when to go in for the kill, I guess you'd say, yeah. or when not. And, and I think when you pick your right people, then it actually works in your favour. Can you just give me a really nice statement that you make whether you say going for the kill, being assertive, whatever you want to describe it, you know when you feel like you're yeah. going to get it, what's, what, what do you normally say to get to the paperwork? Uh, no, I tell them, let's right. get it started. Let's get it started. Yeah, I, I can see it. And I, sometimes like it'll be halfway through the presentation. Like I, I don't go through my whole listing presentation. I just get them to a point where I know that energetically they're connected enough to move forward. You know, and I'll see it and I'll just get up to maybe the marketing. Like I'll just go straight to the costs and just say, this is what it is, da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just say it and say, let's just get started. And I'm fine. Okay, so we've done a good overview of prospecting. We've done a good overview of the listing presentation process. That bit about signing it up. If it doesn't sign up, what happens next few days? Yeah. Uh, let's... Matt talk about let's make the assumption that these people sign up at some point yeah in the next whether it's the next day or the next weeks or let's give us an example when they don't sign up with you and sign up with someone else no. right a moment
<laughs> does it upset you? Yeah, it does a little bit. Like uh, I think, um, I think as I'm getting older, I see it as we just weren't a match. Right. You know, vibrationally, we just weren't a match. Um, I used to get really bent up over it, like a bit twisted inside, and I couldn't think. You know, I used to want to just go home. Right. But now I think to myself, you know, it was. I just probably wasn't on their page or they weren't on mine, whatever it was. It just wasn't a connect, connection. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's everybody. Okay. Um, so let's assume you've signed it up and I want to talk about the process. Once you've signed it up, Matt, what does an amazing vendor experience with Matt Steinway look like? I just, I mean, we could spend hours and hours, but just, you know, simplify it for me. Yeah, they just get a listing, listing gift that day. They get an email from me also just saying this is the next steps. Yeah. Then it's like game on for us. So every single day they're just getting something from me. Like um, in terms of, uh, I, I'm a really mistakes just don't sit well with me right. at all. Right. So like we're so attention to detail oriented. Like the photographer will be here, then the copywriter will be here, then da da da. And the whole setup is a real um, experience for them. Like it's it's like. Way we go, you know, and I make sure that 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 thrust, um, yeah, is is sort of like because they they made a decision and chosen an agent, and I want to exceed what they think is going to happen next by a mile. Yeah. So the proofing, I'll sit with owners and I'll go through all their photos, go through all their stuff, because I do it if a, if an assistant does it. The owners say I don't like that photo, but I go to the shoots with the photographers. Right. I stand there, I look through every single picture. So I do that. Because when I'm proofing it, I yeah. say to them, listen, I looked at all the angles. This is the best for your property. And they're like, oh, okay, all right. Because sometimes it's one photo that's not exactly right. But they won't say anything. And a month later, the house doesn't sell. I say, I didn't like that photo. Right. I had it happen over the years. It's like, I didn't like that photo. And all of your hard work is forgotten about. Okay, so you, you go to the shoot. So the whole marketing bit, you, you, you value that. You consider it very important in oh, the yeah. process. And you're checking with the owners before the marketing campaign's executed in the media. Yeah. You go out there checking, seeing that they're happy. Everything's signed off exactly. Okay. Um, then you start having, you take buyers through, you start having open for inspections. Yep. Take a few people through, then I'll have a set to sell. Set to sell, what's yep. that? 10 point plan, where to now? So I, I reconfirm, are you happy with all of the marketing? Contracts arrive, what happens in... When is set to sell done? Um, right before it hits the market. Right. Like the day before. And I go through everything that I've done so far and confirm it with them. Yeah. So they can't say anything later. Yeah. And then I'll say, um, you know, what happens when there's an inspection? Face to face. Is set to yeah. sell face to face? Yeah. Yeah. So I say, look, you've got to get out of the house when we come because yeah. buyers don't want you here. And then um, what happens in open houses? What happens when we get an offer? What happens when, uh, with my communication? What happens if they're unhappy with anything? Um, and my recommendations. I, I end on recommendations. And I say to them, controlling the process is about myself helping you navigate through and making recommendations along the way. The reason I say this last is because if you need to adjust a price guide in the first week, and I talk about this in the set to, in the set to sell, there's a reason for it, but it's too early for them, usually. And I say, it might seem early to, for you, but it's really long in the process. Because we've only got four of these sections, and they really get it. Right. They get it. So I say, the next meeting that we sit down in, if I need to make some recommendations, it's for your outcome. 
It's to help you achieve that premium result because we're not connected with the marketplace. It's sitting above the market or not in the market or whatever I say. Right. So and they get it. And then so when I'm making recommendations next one, then this I can say to them, remember I said this before it went on the market. This is where we're at, this is what's happening, this is what needs to happen. Okay. Because agents get a lot of resistance. They know in their heart it needs to be adjusted in week one or week two and they're afraid to tell the owner or the owner won't listen to them. Got you. Okay, Matt. So the set to sell meeting to me is look like pretty important. Yeah. Um, uh, you can't operate without that. No. I mean. um, then, um, what form of communication are they having over the next few weeks? Yeah, every day. Yeah, just phone call. Phone call, email. Like I always email them straight away with how many internet hits there's been just after a few days. Yeah, that's interesting to people. Yeah, you know? and then how many people have inquired, and that's pretty much how it stays right the way through. And then sometimes I'll just call on the way home, even if I've had nothing happen on the house that day, I'll just call the owner and talk about where we're at with other people, yeah. like just a conversation. It, I'm sort of repeating myself from the day before, but I'm calling because they know that I'm there. That's why. So it's more the contact for me than it is the, the information. Right, yeah. okay. Um, so what you're saying is, just because there might not be like an incredible amount of information to tell them, yeah. that's not as important as the fact that you're actually making contact yeah. and that you're every step of the way with them. Yeah, I always say at the end of my calls, I'm right on top of them for you. And they go, yeah, cool, thanks. Okay. So I think that's my message right the way through. With my hot list, I have another sheet that on top of that one with all my owners, auctions, private treaties, with five tick boxes for the week and I just tick them off as I drive around in the day, rip it off at the end of the week when you want Okay, so, so I know that I can see who I spoke to. So, this, so, so you've, you've, got a, you've got a system checklist for existing vendors. Yeah. So it's not spur of the moment, oh, I feel like doing this now, I'll do it. You've got a, 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 a process for vendors that are listed. And you, yeah. you, I, Matt, you would need one. If you've got 10, 15 vendors, 30, yeah. 30 vendors, yeah. there's got to be like yeah. a process. Yeah, there is. Yeah, for sure. And then every week I sit down with them and go through a report, and then that's sort of it. Yeah, pretty simple, but a bit more labour intensive than it is strategy. All right. Can I get some advice about getting buyers, mm -hmm. working with buyers? Your best advice with dealing with buyers. What, are, what, what do you keep a list? Like you've got a hot list for vendors. Have you got yeah. a hot list for buyers? Yeah, or? I only work with hot, hot buyers. That's right. all. I don't work with the others. I, I put them in the database, but they just get their alerts and all that. Right. I just work with like maybe twenty-five to thirty hot buyers. Uh, hot is going to buy in what period of time? Now, now, now. And do you, to find that out, you more or less ask? Yeah, you sort of get to know it. Like, there's so many buyers out there. You, I give lots to the other guys and I just work with the ones that I like. Yeah. You know, like, you know, if it was you, Tom, you would become part of my world. Right. And I'd go out and find a house for you. Or I'm finding when I work with those buyers over a little bit, you know, maybe a few months, I tend to list the properties that they want anyway. So right. it's sort of like, it's like I attract it right. for some reason. Right. It's sort of out there in the universe that this is the sort of house that I want. Right. So many times. And then I'm just working with those buyers, list the house, hey, got one for you. Because price is... Um, connected to relationship as well. If you've serviced the buyer really well, they don't know that that I'm servicing them so well, so I can get a great price from my owner. Right. You know, like it's 
the more a buyer likes you and you service them, the more price, the more money they'll pay. Okay, so essentially you'd have to believe that because if you don't believe it, it essentially means that you're not adding any value mm -hmm. to the process. Mm -hmm. That's one of the, the reasons right. why they should be going with you yeah. because you can get more money um, yeah. from that buyer on a property. Yeah, for sure. And, and come negotiation time, like um, buyers quite often say, Matt, you're great to sell through, I hear. Because yeah. I've got this bit of a thing in the market. You're great to sell through, but you're not good to buy through. Like, and it's, I like that. Like, I get them to pay a premium, I do. You're, 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 um, you're good at negotiating? I am, I am. But it's something I've taught myself over a long time. You know, it's, I don't think it's a whole lot of scripts and dialogues, I think it's a whole lot of street smarts too. Are you street smart naturally? Mm, I think so, well I've been taught it. Like, through life. Can I ask if there's someone watching this video that in their head thinks, I'm actually not street smart, I'm not good at that part of the job, mm -hmm. what advice do you give them? Yeah, great question. Uh, take your time. I take my time. Like, I'll have an offer on a house and I'll sit on it for a day. And I'll just hold the buyer for a minute. I won't speak to the owner until it's settled, until I'm settled with it and I really work out the next steps from here. Right. So being street smart is not a thing that is gifted to you. I think it's a thing that comes with a bit of inspiration, like a bit when you feel that's definitely the next move. You know, because some properties, especially in the upper end, like there's such a big differential between what the property's worth, where an owner is wanting, and where a buyer's at, and it's yeah. blending it all together. Yeah. So I'll just take my time, sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. And I think Street Smarts comes with taking your time. Just, just. You get an offer, don't do anything with it for a minute. Just think about it. Think about it. So are you saying you should um, stop, put the pause button, yeah. reflect, um, and don't go off doing anything until you know what you'll be doing next? If... Yeah, like I'll think, where is the buyer really at emotionally? Yeah. Like that's what I'll think. And see, negotiation starts when you meet someone. It doesn't start when the sale's happening. That's the worst part, that's the part where things are happening and there's resistance in games and all that. Right. When I meet a buyer, I'll ask them, where are, where are they, where do they live right now? What have they looked at? And then let's say they say, I know David Knox and all that says, don't ask how much people have got to spend, but I find that ridiculous. I, I like to know how much someone wants to spend. Yeah. Always on the phone when, I, when they ring me first, if they, I say, look, how much are you wanting to spend on a house? And I say, 650. So is that your max? Yeah, that's that's my max. But if I found one for 700, could you stretch if need be if it was the right house? The answer to that question is going to set me up for later. Right. Because if they say yes, I might not find them a house for 700. I might find them a house for 630 or 660 or whatever it may be. But I know they can pay full price. Yeah. I know they can yeah. if they really want it. So I've really got to assess where their emotional level is at right now, and then work out what am I going to do next steps from here. So that's why I just, a bit like chess, I really take my time. It's funny, Matt, too, but I, I, I've sensed and I've noticed that as a buyer or a seller in any product or service, sometimes time does the negotiation itself, doesn't it? Does. it? You know? It does. You know, that time can be your best friend and your worst enemy, too, sometimes, because people can cool off. But that's why I really look at, you know, how much they like the house, how much you've got to spend, where have they come from, how much they want to be there, what's their reasons for being there? Yeah. Like, 
I bought the house where I'm in at the moment because the school's around the corner, kids could ride their bikes seven years ago, ride their bikes to school, and I just paid full price for the house. Um, but the agent was not very helpful in, like, I don't think she read the situation very well. Yeah. But I just paid, paid it to get off the market. She didn't even ask me, I just paid it. So I wanted the house before it went on the market. So for me, like, as that mot emotive reason to yeah. be near the school, an agent needs to know that. Matt, um, I'm going to, uh, and, and, I, and I rarely do it because I've, I've built um, uh, a channel of followers based on giving them content and value, yeah. right? And you're like me. You um, uh, don't abuse the trust in the relationship that no. you've got with your, your followers on social media and your community. Um, but I am going to put... Um, the link to the Matt Steinway system on this email because I do believe that I look at my own life and whatever I've improved, I'm being more a listener and I don't think I've got a super high IQ so I need to listen to things two or three times and I, I'm, a, I'm a good listener yeah. by audio, whether it's earphones or in the car and I find that two or three or four times things slowly sink in, mm. I internalise them, I make them mine and um, I think that the Matt Steinway system is one of the few products that you know I fully endorse to say if someone out there um, is in stuck zone, is in 250 grand a year gross commission income and wants to go to the next level, um, listening to it is a good thing to actually um, get them moving. It's a compass, yep. it's clearly defined. I do want people to know that I didn't come here to promote a product and you didn't ask me to yeah. promote a product or even have that intention. Yeah. So even if you don't buy it, it doesn't matter, but it's like, um, yeah, um, we're both the same in that it's not, we're not product pushers. Yeah, 100%. Matt, I want to talk, before we go, about, we've talked a lot about the behaviours, mm. but we both agree it's what you're feeling about what you're doing yeah. that really matters. It and is. it's really underestimated. A lot of training and coaching is do this, get this result. Yeah. But it actually misses the step before, which is if you're not feeling good, you won't do that thing in a good way anyway. Yes. And you probably won't be doing it regularly because you hate doing it yes. and it doesn't feel right. Yes. So the first bit is so important, man. It is. Getting how, how, what advice do you give to the viewers about getting into the right corporate mental fitness mm. in real estate? Real estate fits. Mm. I think you've got to work out why you're doing it. You know, like, why, why are you doing real estate? Because, like, if it's for the money, which we all want money, so it's, like, we all want lots of money. Yeah. But it's like, um, I do it because... I, I like, I, I really like the feeling of um, not just the sale but the whole service experience. Like I've had a thing in my mind for many years called the Matt Steinway experience, like as a, as a branded thing in real estate. Because that, that to me, if I get that right, will lead to lots of other things for me in life. Yeah. And the money just sort of comes. So I think mentally, if you're making prospecting calls, just to find a listing to make a sale, I think it will change your energy. Like I really do. I think if the companies like force people to do that, which you've got to do it, 
but you've got to want to do it from a place of building relationships. Yeah. You know, getting to know people. But you've got to make sales at the same time. So like I, I understand that. But I think people get dis disheartened when they, you know, someone says you've got to make a hundred calls, and then nothing happens from them. You know, they make a hundred calls to get a listing and this and that, blah blah blah, and then they're looking for the listing, and I think they can easily get disheartened, which, which changes their mindset. Whereas I would see my farm area as a relationship area. Yeah. Slowly and surely, just go out and meet people, knock on the door, give them a card, and just sort of be there, and see that as your long-term investment strategy. And then the rest of the time outside those three hours, I would work with so many buyers, showing so many property, looking for sales, like like a maniac. Right. You know, like a maniac. Because that's where instant sales are gonna come from. Show other people's listings in your offers, build up a little bank of buyers. You're gonna list property along the way anyway, because you'll meet people or whatever. But I, th I think if you come from that place, rather than a need, I need to get a listing, Yeah. You'll find you'll, you'll sustain your practice over a long time. You know, you, you'll have a mindset of centeredness. Um, to the viewers there, again, super important point because, Matt, I can't help but thinking after all the time I spend in real estate and I spend time with agents the way agents spend time with vendors. Yeah. And I noticed something, Matt. What I noticed was that the people that were the most successful had been making money for some time mm. and they needed money the least. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I thought to myself, about six months ago, I saw this guy that was really struggling and he told me his story. And if there was one person that needed to have money, it was this guy. Yeah. And I looked at him and I thought to myself, why is he not the guy in the office that is just doing what needs to be done mm. when he needs the money the most? Mm. And it got summed up by coincidence two weeks later by another agent that writes over a million bucks. When I said to him, how long have you been doing it? He said, for about 12 years. And I said, um, how do you stay motivated? Like, um, what's your driver? And he said, look, I've been very lucky in life. I don't do it because I have to, I do it because I want to. Yeah. And I think that that's the passion or the energy of a good successful person. They're, yeah. they're, they're doing it to please people, a good customer service experience. They're not, they don't seem to be doing it just for bucks. No, they know the money's going to come. Yeah. Like, we all want to be wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not a monk sitting on a hill. Yeah. You know, we all want to be real wealthy. But yeah. it's like Zig, Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough other people get there, achieve their goals, yours are going to come too. And I could see that with real estate and it would come in abundance. Yeah. You know? okay. I'm going to talk um, briefly about the VPA, the system, because yeah. people are going to be hearing it about everywhere. It's being on... To your product pushing today, mate. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. But actually, I don't want to spend too much time talking about it. Oh, I want to talk, Matt, I want to talk about the fact that the thing that is the most confusing subject in Australia yeah. at the moment is print, digital, Yeah. do I drop one, do I move this much to here, what's working, um, this whole marketing has got complicated. A few years ago, it wasn't complicated. You know, yeah. people sort of knew, this is what I'm doing and yeah. I'm doing it. Now people are saying, oh, I don't know because 
the rates have gone up high in digital now, and yeah. what, what do I do? So, so this agent says just the net, and this correct. agent's saying, can I say something in here about this thing? Because um, look, you and I, if you think about, if these guys are thinking about, you know, oh, they're talking about their BPA product, it's like, whatever, 60 bucks, or whatever, how much it is, not much. Yeah. So that's like 30 to you, 30 for me, right? And we went for hours and recorded all this stuff down at Katoomba, and whatever, and all this stuff. So. The money side of it is really, it's really not even like a significant thing. However, the reason I did it, and it, I think it's the reason you did it too, the Matt Steinway system, I get, I have got oh, hundreds of emails from people saying it's doubled, tripled their business, changed their career, done all this stuff, okay? I really like that, you know. Makes because, you feel good. Yeah, because I, long ago I saw that there was no instruction manual for real estate. It was, it was, Bloody hopeless, really. Like, people would just get thrown into an office and say, go and list property. That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, here's a Tom Hopkins book yeah. that I had 23 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go out and list houses. There's nerve wracking experience, you know. What are you supposed to do? That's why I created it. The reason I did VPA with yourself is because it is an instruction manual today, I think, to help a lot of agents clear that mist. Because it is a misty, blooming thing right now, you know. And, and I, I know that um, if they get it right, what we're talking about, your attraction agent thing, that's the reason I did the product. Because all those emails that I get from people saying, you've changed my real estate career, you've done that, I love that. I, that, I love it, I love it. it and, and Matt, in, in, your, in your mind, you get, I get a lot of comments from people when I'm out there talking to them, visiting, uh, training, they tell me about the Matt Steinway system, yeah. right? Yeah. So I can only assume the emails that you get, um, and I know that there's a heap of agents in the inner west I was talking to last week that were telling me um, about your system, Greg Hocking guys in Melbourne. A lot of people just yeah. tell me about the system. Yeah. And um, what you're saying is hopefully the same thing happens with this um, getting clarity and bringing awareness and stopping the fuzziness yep. with the marketing. Because nearly yep. every listing today, whether um, wherever you are in Australia, is going to have marketing attached to it. It is. Rhino agency agreements with zero yep. marketing. It is, and it's nerve-wracking. When you're in an owner's home and you know you're coming up to the marketing side of it yeah. and you know agents in your area offering it for free and all this stuff, and it's like it's nerve-wracking. It can, it can cost you business if you don't approach it right. And that's why I did this. It's like I know if we, we created an instruction manual yeah. through my experience and your experience, that agents can say, okay, if I do this, then I'm going to increase my chances of listing property right. You know, yeah. Listing it right, not listing it with you give an owner this and give an owner that to entice them. That's rubbish. You walk out of there going, oh, I've got to sell it now to get my money back. Yeah. You know? Well, look, we're going to have the links on both of those. Mm. Um, but if um, on this blog, but if, if you're not in a position or you're just not the sort of person that doesn't buy them, that's fine as well. You can actually get a lot of what we talk about. Just, um, you know, keep watching things, listening things, following social media, talking yeah. to agents that are really successful doing it. Yeah. Um, very simple. Look at, um, look at agents that have got the big ads or the page one, page two search results and go in and talk to them and yeah. interview them because that's more or less what we've put together. Exactly. Right. Matt, finally, I want to ask you, if Matt Steinway was meeting Matt Steinway, 
How long have you been in real estate? Almost 20 years. If Matt Steinway was meeting Matt Steinway 20 years ago, yeah. what would you say to yourself now? It's going to be all right. That's the first thing I would say. It's yeah. going to be all right. Stick to it. Just stick to it. Um, if you're new, make sure your expenses are as low as they can be for as long as you can keep them that way. Yeah. So there's no expensive. pressure. Yeah. yeah. If you have to go live with your parents or you have to just rent a little studio apartment, do not buy an expensive car. Yeah. If you're new, buy a Mazda 3 or a second-hand new Mazda 3, like a, a good one or something like that. Yeah. Um, people do not care about cars. Yeah. People don't care about the pen that you use. Yeah. People care about how chop, how shiny your shoes are. Yeah. And present it well. Yeah. Outwork your competition. Yeah. Outwork them. I own this thing for five years and I mean stretch, stretch to the point where you don't think you can work any harder. Yeah. But then work even a bit harder than that. And um, out care your competition. Take care of every single person that you deal with and you'll be successful. Matt Steinway, thank you so much. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Tom. Thank you.